And joining us right now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline is a man that I'm sure seen many of Boomerangs and been a part of Boomerang. Right now, he's a proud father. He's got a son that was just drafted in the MLB draft. He signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers. This man is a former professional baseball player. He also played with the Atlanta Braves. He is one Donovan Campbell. DC, what's happening, my brother? Man, what's going on? How y'all doing today, man? Thank y'all for having me on the show. It's a blast. I love listening to you guys every day. I appreciate appreciate that. that. Thanks for coming on. And congratulations to you and the family, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Man. <laughs> Much appreciated, brother. So, D.C., let me let me ask you about this, yeah. because you had your own professional career. You played for the Braves organization, and then you decided, you know what, I need to go do something else. And you went to Texas Southern and got a chance to actually see your Texas Southern team play against your son this past year here at Dishfault. But as a proud fa- uh, parent, when you get a chance to watch your son kind of walk in your footsteps, especially at this level, how impressive is it for him to be able to do so, but most importantly, rewarding for you and your family? You know, um, I, I, I think about that all the time, but I, I just kind of sit back and look at him and just his progression and how he he's just a, such a, a humble kid, man. He's just he's so laid back, and you got to get him to – to do this, to do that, and get himself out there more, man. But it's just, it was just a blessing to be able to see him kind of take off with baseball. I mean, he started from – I mean, the ball was in his hand at four, three or four years old, you know, any kind of ball. He just wanted to have the ball and go outside and do his thing. And, you know, from that point, man, he just he just continued to uh, – Want just want the ball and go outside and do his thing and um, you know I mean it's just just to see him grow from that little kid to where he is today you know you just feel like you know as a parent you know job well done and you know he made it to to this point but he still has a lot of work to do and you know I, I'm I'm from Louisiana Abbeville Louisiana we give a lot of tough love you know it's not it's not over yet so you have a lot of work left to do this is your job now. So you got to get after it. You got to get started, and this is a new start. You know, Texas baseball was amazing. It, it was a blessing being at that school for for three years. He learned a lot. The coaches taught him a lot. It was a great program, and uh, you know, it's time to just move on. And uh, he decided, um, you know, he was kind of back and forth. Should I go back to school or should I go, you know, play? And you know, it was his decision ultimately. But just to see where he is today, man, it's just it's just been great to be honest with you. Hey, uh, uh, Donovan, let's talk about uh, his athleticism overall because when you were talking about how he just wanted to have a ball in his hands, you hinted that it might not have just been baseball. What other sports did uh, Dylan Campbell play as a youngster growing up? Well, he was, you know, uh, football. Um, we, we actually kind of followed, uh, well, he followed my path, which was football and baseball. Okay. And, um, you know, he played football uh, as a youth and, uh, I mean, he was, I think, maybe about eight years old, and he played on this team called the – it was the Saints, which was great for me because I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. <laughs> he played nice. on this team called the Saints. And, dude, they moved him up to play with, like, 10, 10-year-old and 12-year-old kids <laughs> because he was doing so good in football. And just kind of – that just kind of progressed and progressed. And he, then he started playing basketball, and I – you know, I had to look at him and tell him, I said, dude, you, you're 
you you five ten man. You, you, that, that basketball won't work for you, brother. You need to pick something else, save your knees and your your ankles, and just stick with you know a couple of sports and focus on those sports. And uh, but you know, high school we went to straight Jesuit here in Houston, and um, I mean he was uh, all all state running back. I mean he wow. had two thousand yards one season, thirty six touchdowns. I mean he was you know in six A football. That's not a Whoa. a small feat when you play in six A football. No, sir. So, uh, yeah, so he decided, you know, uh, Dad, I just want to play baseball. And I said, man, that's a great decision. You <laughs> be on the body. Your longevity is good. You know, you get guaranteed contracts. Yes. So just go <laughs> ahead and get, you know, get stick with baseball and do what you need to do, brother. So, yeah, so that, that's how it all um, happened for him just growing up. But he was a football player, too. That's great advice, though. And, you know, it he's is. A, and by the way, yeah. he's a running back too, Donovan. So you definitely don't want to play running back these days. <laughs> no, not 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 anymore. Man, running back, man, good lord, they're not even paying these guys anymore. Saquon Barkley took the he took the wrong deal, man. He took the whole up. Now all the other guys are getting, getting oh, yeah. messed over. So, no doubt. You know. That's exactly <laughs> what we were I mean, talking yeah. about. Yeah, we're talking to Donovan Campbell, Dylan Campbell's father, and I know that sounds really, really good. I know you got your other kids as well, and uh, I know that the moment happened with the draft, but talk about the process of it all. Not, not, not necessarily you know, the negotiations or anything like that, but the journey from his freshman year at the University of Texas, and it's been documented. He had a one, I think it was 189 or 169 batting average, wasn't playing every day. Talk about those hard conversations as a father, because I've been through those conversations as a father, but I want to hear your perspective for someone who's gone through these things, who's been through some hard times in the game of baseball and in life, and now he's, you know, the reward was just given to him two days ago. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good uh, good segue into hitting 189. Yeah, it's freshman year, as you, as you just mentioned, and you know, I mean, he had limited at-bats, and, I mean, the team was stacked. I mean, they had the outfielders were, you know, juniors, and those guys were, were killing it. So, you know, he got in every now and again. and um, But hitting 189 as a freshman, it, you know, you, at least he had the chance to see what Texas baseball was all about, just how the program was run, and, you know, just just learning the processes and how to be a Texas baseball player because it's, when you get into that program, you know, just listening to him talk about it and, um, you know, how great all of that is, it, it, you know, it, it was just a, a transformation to see him going from hitting 189 with limited at-bats, you know, and then he got into his sophomore year and, you know, a couple of guys got hurt and, you know, they shoved. He was an infielder, of course, and then they moved mm-hmm. to the outfield. But the good thing is, is that, you know, we worked on all that. And I told him, I said, dude, you're not going to be in one position. You're not going to limit yourself to one position. You have speed. You can move. So let's let's work on outfield. So go on outfield. Do, you know, different positions except pitcher and catcher. And it just all, you know, just started to transform when, that, when uh, a couple of players got hurt. You know, uh, Coach Pierce put him in the outfield. And, you know, he started playing more and playing more. And he hit, I think, 267 his sophomore year. But he had some – some big hits and some and some big time playoff games, especially at uh, East Carolina last year. And um, you know, it was it, it was just good to see him just moving and getting better 
in the program at Texas. And then, you know, his junior year, you know, he, he just kind of – he started every game. So it, it, it's just, it was just a matter of him getting out there, keep keeping his head up. You know, we have some tough conversations about, you know, hey, you're not playing, but that's okay. Keep your head up. Don't put your head down. Just keep moving forward. Keep working, showing them you, you want to be part of the program and you have the ability to, to – to do whatever you want to do. So he kept doing that and, you know, kept working and kept working. And, and that's what it's all about. I mean, you, you can't you can't quit because you're not playing. you got to earn your spot. I tell that to everybody all the time. I don't care. He wasn't going to transfer. He wasn't leaving Texas for, for anything. They took a chance on you, signed you. Let's go ahead and continue to work. You're going to get an opportunity. You just have to put in the work. And that's basically what it is, you know. Wow. Yep. I can tell you, Texas baseball fans right now, they've probably got chills right, 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 right. now listening to that because, uh, yeah, I got a little chills listening to it. And I love that you just didn't let uh, Dylan lose confidence because I see so many young athletes, you know, they have the talent. They just lose the confidence because they go through adversity, you know, different things happen, whether it be injury, you're not playing, and you just didn't allow him to lose that confidence. And you know playing at the, the highest level, man, you got to have that almost unshakable confidence in yourself when nobody else does or when things aren't going well. A- absolutely. You know, and baseball is a game of failure. You, you know, man, you could, you could be a, a – you know, big a millionaire, and you hit 270, 280, <laughs> 300. You, you know, at three out of you get a hit. You know, three hits out of every ten at bat. You, you the man. I mean, you making millions of dollars. I mm-hmm. mean, so it's a game of failure, but you just have to keep your head down, keep working, and you know, hustle. You know, I mean, I, he had some op- he had an opportunity. I guess like I think it was not last this past season, the season before. And I think Mike and I uh, talked about that before when he didn't run out of fly ball, mm-hmm. uh, infield hit, and coach sit him down, you know. But he didn't lose he didn't lose confidence. And you know, we had a, a hard discussion about, dude, if you hit the ball thirty feet foul, I want to see you sprinting down the line. I don't care where it is, go hard on every play. And you know, from that from that point, he continued to you know just grow and progress and progress and. You know, and here we are today, um, you know, just a kid just didn't even think he had a, even a chance to even, you know, get drafted. And here he is, and, you know, getting drafted in the fourth round to the Dodgers, uh, which is a, a, an amazing organization, just doing my research and, and looking into, uh, in, into all of that. So, and, you know, we were there the last couple of days, and he actually signed yesterday. And, you know, that's a great organization, great people. Uh, I'm just happy for him. He's excited. Uh, he's working now. I tried to get him to, to jump on, but he said he, he, he just texted me and said, "Dad, you know I have a I have a job now, so I, <laughs> I have to I have to work, and I don't have time to be sitting on the phone. I got to get to work." So he, he's like, "I'm a, I'm behind a couple of weeks because I mean he, he got drafted July the 10th, and here we are on the what is it 25th or 26, whatever, yeah 26th. yeah." And you know he's behind, so he's trying to get uh, get himself caught up. I love you know? that. So, yeah, he's excited. <laughs> yeah, that that is awesome. That is awesome. And the best part about it is, and I know a lot of Texas baseball fans listen to the show, and they 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 love the fact. And I know that you got a bunch of fans from Occupy Left Field, Mr. Wilson, that you sit with at all the games, oh, and yeah. you 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 yeah. have immersed yourself into this program the way that a lot of people 
really don't understand. The relationships that always happen throughout this time, you know as well as I do, you've been in the baseball game. Baseball, It's baseball family. It's baseball for life. And, and the fact that your son has been blessed enough. And I did. I, I came on the airways, and I actually talked to Rod about this off air one time. I was like, I watched the conversation of him not running out the fly ball. I watched the conversation mm-hmm. in the dugout between he and Coach Pierce, and it was not a, you better run, you know better. You know, it was a, hey, man, you, you've earned this spot, but don't let it get away from you and make sure that you handle your business, and that's exactly what he did. And, and it's, it's refreshing because the stories that have continued to be spread throughout these moments will live forever. That little moment is going to stay in his life forever because he understands it. That conversation that you had with him as a father is is he'll never forget that either. So I I appreciate the fact that you are having that conversation with him and I appreciate the fact that he has been able to take that walk now into the life of a professional athlete. But I'd be remiss if I didn't have a chance to talk to you about that 38-game hitting streak. You know as well as I do, we're all superstitious. We go through all these different things. What did Dylan do throughout that streak to make sure that he did it the same way every single day? Well, I, I you know, and that's a <laughs> – that's that's a good question, man. You know, we talk about we were talking as he was going through it, and you know, I've never really brought it up. Um, I mean, and I just sometimes I'd ask him, "Hey, man, how you, how you feeling?" You know, you you uh, you know, you had you got twelve games or whatever it was. I was talking to him about. He's like, "Dad, I don't even think about that. I just go up and I work on my approach that I was taught at Texas and how to." you know, make good swing decisions. And I don't, I'm not swinging anything out of the zone. If I get a hit, I get a hit. If I don't, you know, I I don't. But it's all about how you uh, go about your at-bat and your approach to each at-bat. And he didn't, he was, he wasn't even focused on it, to be honest with you guys, man. He was just really focused on trying to help his team win, you know, and move and keep, winning and winning and I mean they were in that what 18 19 game win streak yep. I mean they were moving and and he was you know in the mix with all of that and still getting hits and you know that that's what it's all about it's about you know what you're learning the team environment and you have to keep your head in the game and and not you know not focus on individual accomplishments it's more about the team and you know that that's just him that's just who he is and that's just how he approaches the game and you know, when he got to 25, I was like, dang, that was it. I think it was Kansas. You know, he, his 25th yep. Yep. Uh, hit was a home run against Kansas. And I was like, dang, this boy, is, he's rolling. He's rolling <laughs> in my mind. I'm saying, how long is this going to go? And, you know, and then, you know, we got to Stanford and, um, you know, they, they, he got catches interference. They walked him, intentionally walked him. And, he, well, you know, I always used, I, I used to, I would tell him, Dude, get a hit your first at bat, though. I really used to tell you because the rest of the game, the rest of the game, then you can kind of relax more and then you can, you know, just play your own your game. But so he waited, and, you know, he didn't get a hit his first couple of bats and he had that catcher's interference and then um, then they intentionally walked him and then, you know, the, the hit streak ended. But, you know, that was, amazing. that was a great accomplishment for him. You know, at least one thing, and he doesn't really even care about it, but, um, but 
he will be in the record books in the Big Twelve, you know, and be in the Big Twelve for forever. Because yeah. you know what is history. So I'm just proud of him for that. No Absolutely. doubt about it, man. Are. We are very <laughs> proud about it because I, I, I was in here hyped every single day because mm-hmm. it is really a a good thing to watch uh, a young man grow. And obviously being around the program for as long as we have, it, it is it is really refreshing to watch the way he went out there and did his business, man. We're very happy for him. We're happy for your family. Mm-hmm. And we all want to say congratulations. And wish you, we, you got a lot of Dodger fans in here now. Let's just say that. Oh, good, good. You know, it's, it's hard around here, you know, in Houston, living in Houston with all the Astros fans. But, you know, the, the people that support us and support Dylan are, you know, they, they, they are uh, on, on a, a Dodger side only when, they, you know, when they're not playing the Astros. So yeah. you, know, you got to look at it that way, which is, which is great, man. I, I just appreciate all the love and, you know, especially from uh, – you had mentioned before the uh, all the Occupy left field people and all of those folks, man. Those are the good people. Those people, man. Uh, I'll always have a connection with those folks, and uh, they, they were great to me and my sister and my family. And mm. it was just good to uh, to be part of uh, you know that that whole environment, man. You know, every game. You know, we were out there in left field having a good time, and those are some good people. And Mr. Wilson, yeah, Scott Wilson. Yep. You know that that's my that's my that's my dog right there. For sure. <laughs> I know you told. I saw you told him to make sure he saved that seat for you because you're gonna still be around huh. and coming to all these games. So. Show. Absolutely. Don't give up my seat, and I'll be sitting behind him. You know, watching the all the new guys, and uh, I even talked to Coach Pierce. Uh, you know, a few times over the last couple of weeks, man, and just told him, man, I, I am, you know, just thankful for him. And he took a chance on my son, gave him an opportunity and started to play him and, um, you know, how he helped him develop to where he is today, you know, which is which is amazing. I, I'm just thankful for that for sure. No doubt about it, man. D.C., thank you yeah. so much and plenty of blessings to you and your family. And we're going to stay in touch. You already know that. But thank you for joining us today and tell us telling us about the path Man, thank y'all so much for having me. You guys have a blessed afternoon, and uh, talk to you guys soon. All for right, sure. Thank you. There he is. There he is. Awesome. Donovan Campbell, proud father right there. Uh, yeah, proud you can always hear the pride. Yeah, that you he's can got hear. Well, because he, he described like the adversity that yeah. the young man faced and all the obstacles he had to overcome, and then to watch him still, in spite of all the obstacles and everything, be able to, to continue, keep his focus, keep his confidence, yep. and just grind his way. To accomplishing his dreams, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, that didn't make anybody proud. No I, doubt. I think a lot, a lot of Longhorn fans are proud of him. Definitely, 